0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. All right, guys, so today we're just going to jump into it. And I have been really excited to talk about this topic for a very long time because I believe this is the essential ingredient to everything in your life. And if you don't have enough of it, you will feel stuck. You will feel like your life isn't going in the direction you wanted it to go. You'll look back at your past and condemn it and not believe that you were on the right path. And so to embody confidence, I feel like confidence is such a buzzword, especially nowadays, just like, oh, um, why aren't you doing that? Oh, I'm just not confident enough. I um, haven't done it. I don't feel good about myself when I do it. I'm not confident enough to talk to this person or to socialize or, you know, to go to parties. I'm not confident enough to read tarot for other people or to start my own business or to live my life in the way that feels authentic to me. I'm not confident about it. And a lot of people use it as, you know, just this, um, I don't want to say scapegoat (laughs) or excuse because I feel like that. Uh, just feels a little harsh, right? But we use the reason why we don't do the things that we deeply want to do. Usually we attribute that to our lack of confidence. And so today I want to talk about confidence and two ways to go about building confidence. I want to give you guys this masculine way and this more feminine way which um at least in my life and kind of being a gemini <laughs> actually um I didn't realize this was um like I I am a gemini if anyone is wondering that and I'm now beginning to realize many gemini characteristics that I have and I just never really realized, oh, that is a Gemini. And one of the things that have um, kind of caused some uncertainty in my life is just wanting to embody two different ways of doing things, right? Like I think I'm the type of person who wants one recipe for every single thing and it's always going to be this like it's the absolute truth. And um but naturally I've always found a variety of concepts usually things that f- seem to be polar opposites that help me move through that help me move through through my life in a way that feels good. I don't know if that makes sense, but that was just my really long explanation for why I'm presenting to you a masculine side of developing confidence and a feminine side of developing confidence. And when I mean masculine and feminine, I am not saying men and women, right? Everyone has masculine and feminine qualities and energy about them. And really it's about balancing both regardless of what gender you identify as. Right. So it, this isn't going to be anything about, I'm a girl. So I should be doing this. I'm a guy. I should be doing this. It's about embodying both. And I guess that's what I was trying to tell you as <laughs> me explaining, um, my Gemini characteristics. Um, I'm starting to kind of make peace with certain ideas, um, that I'm, I'm starting to make peace with holding space for two completely conflicting ideas and having both of them be true, which is very strange. It's like cognitive dissonance, I think is the word. But um, but yeah, I don't even know if that's even relevant anymore. At this point, I'm just rambling. So let me just get into it. First, we're going to be talking about the masculine side of confidence building. And the phrase that I have written down in front of me here is, fear is a good sign. And so I find that people that I work with, and also myself included, and probably this is a normal human response, is we don't do something. We don't go after our dreams. We don't um, write that book. We don't become a tarot reader because we are scared, because there is fear present. And we oftentimes attribute that to be the reason why we don't go after what we truly want. However, what price are you paying when you avoid the fear? One of the things that I've experienced in my life is binge eating, which I've talked about plenty of times on this podcast. But what binge eating was for me was, it was a coping mechanism for fear. I wanted to run away from the fear. I didn't want to go through the fear, and so I numbed it out through food And in numbing out the fear with food for many, many years, I also numbed out the positive experiences, the positive emotions that I could have been feeling. And one instance I can really recall is I was in high school and I was invited to hang out with my friends um, at her house. I think it was like a Friday night. It was after school. There was going to be a little bit of a get-together at my friend's house, and um, all these people were going to be there, all my friends. Um, But I I felt scared of going to that social event. I felt a sense of feeling like, man, I'll say something stupid. I'll mess up what I'm saying. I'm going to feel a sense of insecurity. I am too fat to go. Like I had all of these thoughts of fear within me. And as a response to that fear, I would eat. And I would numb out those emotions. And in eating so much and just feeling so bad about myself... In eating, really, like I would feel that sense of insecurity, that fear of um, social interaction. I would eat and then I would feel the shame for eating. And by that point, I just wouldn't go at all. And so, in dealing with fear in this way, I also paid the price of not going and making those connections and feeling that sense of friendship with. All these people. And not to say that every social situation is that case, but I know deep down inside, I wanted to. I wanted to go out there and make those friendships and build those connections, but I couldn't because I wasn't allowing myself to feel the fear associated with that. And I remember I did that a lot with my social life in high school where it just didn't feel good enough and I couldn't bear to go to a party where, you know, people were skinnier than me and I just felt so insecure and so ashamed of my body and all of this stuff. Um, And so there's certainly a process behind that. There's a process of healing that needs to happen in that instance and we'll get to that when we talk about the feminine side of this. But what I really wanted to show you in that particular experience was that in refusing to feel the fear, you also block yourself from feeling other amazing emotions. Like feeling connected, feeling that sense of joy, um, that sense of friendship with other people that I had. Quote unquote missed out on in those opportunities. And so in feeling the fear and being willing to feel fear and allowing that as just a normal part of your human experience, that also opens up your capacity to feel other amazing emotions as well. So for example, having a child, there is a tremendous amount of fear associated with having a kid. You could Um, be doubting your own um, inherent skills to be a parent. You might be doubting the um, resources and things that you can supply to this newborn child. There can be obviously a lot of fear associated with having a child. But in being willing to go through that fear and being willing to take on that responsibility and that sense of pressure, I guess you can say, you are also opening the door to feeling the amazing emotions that can come with having a child of your own, right? You are allowing yourself to feel fear and you're also allowing yourself to feel blissful. You're allowing yourself to feel that sense of wonder and awe when you look at your newborn child, when you get to see them grow up, when you get to teach them the things that you've learned in your life. Same thing for um, having a new career or pursuing a new career path that has always felt scary to you, but you've always also felt a sense of um, calling towards it. You have the fear associated with that. Like, what if I make a mistake? What if I don't earn enough money and I go broke? What if um, like, I'm just not good enough for it? What if there are plenty of other people who are better at it than me? You go through that fear, but in willing to face that fear, you are also opening the door to feeling accomplished, to feeling that sense of pride and feeling like, you know, you can do amazing things. You can blow your own mind as far as like what you have the capacity to create, that you can have that sense of confidence that, look, I made a huge career shift. And now I am thriving because I was willing to go through the fear. And I saw the fear as a good sign. The fear was not a stop sign. It was a go sign. <laughs> it was, oh my God, that sounds so like personal development and cheesy. <laughs> it was a green light. Um, and so the more we are conscious of this, that fear is a good sign. That fear will be part of the experience. But in allowing the fear, we are also allowing all those other positive emotions to flood into our lives. That can help you push through. And one of the things that, um, one of the emotions that is really important in this portion, this masculine side of confidence building, is courage. Right? We don't have to jump the gun and try to develop all this confidence all at once. The only thing we really need to do at any given moment is to cultivate courage. Courage is essentially just taking that first step forward, that first baby step forward. And so to embody courage, it doesn't mean to be fearless. It doesn't mean to act super confidently and be super sure of yourself all the time with all the decisions you've made, courage just simply means to keep going even when things get tough, even when things are scary, even when you're uncertain about what direction you want to take or if it'll be the right decision. Courage is just being willing to take the next step forward regardless of the fear and so one way you can develop this courage and call upon this courage, um, there are a number of ways. One of the things that I like to ask myself is, what thoughts help me feel courageous? What thoughts can I think that can help me feel courageous, that can help me feel brave even? One thought that I can think of off the top of my head is, hmm, let me see. If I were to really ask myself right now, what thoughts create courage within me? What thoughts help me feel more courageous? For some reason, the thought, I was born to do this, just continues to pop up. And it makes me feel energized and makes me feel like there's a sense of purpose in what I'm doing. So it could be something as simple as that, that I was born to do this, that can give you that boost of courage to move forward, even if you're feeling uncomfortable and even if you're feeling the fear. If there's a purpose behind your action, you can always ground yourself in that to power yourself through tough situations. And so that's what I mean by... Attributing this particular method to the more masculine side. It's about courage. It's about moving forward in the face of pain and fear. And ultimately, when you feel courageous about yourself, when you feel courageous in your life, what happens after that? When you feel a sense of courage, you naturally feel called to take action you naturally feel called to take new action. And when you take new action, that's when you get new results. That's when you get new experiences. That's when you feel that sense of growth and expansion because you're doing something new. You have the courage to take that next step forward. And to tie this in with a tarot card, um, I've always looked at the Page of Swords as... Someone who embodies courage. Because um, I'm looking at my Radiant Rider Wait Smith deck here. I have my page of swords out here in front of me. And from what I can tell, this is a young person holding a sword that is probably too big for him or her to grasp. The person doesn't even look like she's holding it in the right way, it's kind of like teetering. The grip kind of looks weird. Yet, you can see the person's expression as kind of like I'm I'm in the game fully. I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to hold this sword, but I'm going to become a knight or I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to fulfill this vision. I'm going to do this even though I don't know how to do it right now. There's a sense of willingness in the page of swords that I am very inspired by. And it's that courage, that bravery to continue on even if there's fear, even if there's uncertainty. And so to summarize this little segment up, that fear is a good sign and courage creates Confidence. So, we've kind of discussed why people don't go after their dreams, and it is largely because of fear. And for the most part, what we fear is another emotion. We fear failure, we fear heartbreak, we fear disappointment. The fear of embarrassment, the fear of feeling like you're not enough, the fear of feeling despair, all of those things. We don't go after our dreams. We don't um, have that sense of confidence towards what we're doing because we are scared of feeling this other painful, negative emotion. And so there is the actuality of feeling that emotion. Let's use the word heart. Let's use the emotion heartbreak. There is the actual experience of feeling heartbreak. And then if you want to just add a layer on top of that, you have the fear of feeling heartbreak. And to look at that fear surrounding that emotion, when I look at it, I fear not the emotion of heartbreak in itself. But I fear the way I am going to treat myself in the midst of that heartbreak. And the way we treat ourselves in the midst of that negative emotion will determine if we continue forward and keep going. So this isn't about Avoiding these negative feelings, right? We already talked about earlier that in avoiding fear, in avoiding any negative emotion, really, we are also disallowing the positive emotion to flood into our experiences as well. So the way we treat ourselves will determine whether or not we continue moving forward and keep going and continue towards our dreams, So the problem is not feeling the heartbreak. The problem is not feeling the failure. It's not feeling the negative emotion. It's how we choose to respond to the negative emotion that will inevitably arise. Because the truth is, let's say you see your two paths. Your one path is towards your dreams and towards the things that you want to create in your life. And the other path is not Going towards your dreams. It's settling. It's staying in your limitations. Both paths will lead you to feeling negative emotion. And it's your job to see, okay, what kind of negative emotion would I rather feel? Would I rather feel this negative emotion on this one side where it doesn't really get me towards my dreams? Or would I rather feel that negative emotion? But through feeling that negative emotion, I'm also moving forward towards my dreams. Does that make sense? So there's really no way of avoiding negative emotion. It's just changing the way we respond to it so that instead of staying stuck and stagnant, we are growing past our limitations and we are furthering our own expansion and we're experiencing new things. And so one of the ways that can help us keep moving forward when we do feel those negative emotions is compassion, Right? Compassion is basically responding to any situation in our lives with this loving response of, no matter what, I will be okay. And feeling that I have the ability to respond to myself with loving kindness and gentleness at any given moment. Even if I feel shame, even if I feel embarrassed or other people say hurtful things to me, I have the ability to soothe myself. And that is how we get through the discomfort. And on the other side of it will be the confidence, will be the life of your dreams. And responding compassionately it means to respond compassionately towards other people, of course, right? That's usually what we think of when we think of compassion, but it also means responding compassionately towards the things within ourselves. And one of the things that I've noticed within myself is the degree of aggression, the degree of self-aggression that comes out when I do something wrong or if I make a mistake or if I fail at something. Um, it comes in the form of beating myself up or being really mean to myself. And when we start to notice how mean we are to ourselves, sometimes we get frustrated with that. We get frustrated with the degree of self-hate we might have towards ourselves. But we can choose to respond to that self-hate with compassion. So it's not about never ever having a thought of self-hate ever again, because there will be times where you just your knee jerk reaction goes to beating yourself up and that's okay. So it's not about suppressing that. It's about learning to work with it. It's about choosing to respond compassionately to yourself and not beating yourself up for beating yourself up. <laughs> Cuz then you just compound it over and over and over again. And so what if we can learn to have this loving, automated response for whenever we notice those self-aggressive things within ourselves. Even if I'm having these feelings of inadequacy and I'm not feeling like I'm doing a great job or um, I should have done something differently and I dwell upon those glaring mistakes, whatever it is, I can respond to those thoughts, those emotions with compassion. And for me, I usually just say, I love you, which not a lot of people may like saying or might feel comfortable saying, but that's just something that's always worked for me is that in the face of shame, in the face of embarrassment, I find enormous comfort and peace when I just simply say to myself, I love you. And it could be as simple as that. You could also say something as simple as, I believe in you. I believe that this is your destiny. I believe this is your path. I believe in your capacity to do amazing things. It could be something like that as well. So it's really just about finding out how you can respond, how you would want to respond in the face of self-aggression so that you can soothe yourself through any emotional situation you're in. And so you can continue to move forward towards your dreams and build that confidence. And the card that I'm being called towards for compassion is number eight of the major arcana. You have this, I'm looking at my pagan otherworlds tarot version of um, number eight. And it is this woman who has her hands gently over this big grizzly bear. And I like to see this bear as symbolic of that internal self-hate, that self-blame, that tendency towards um, beating ourselves up and to be really mean to ourselves. I see this as compassion, And what is number eight of the major arcana called? It's called strength. And that is the strength that you can lean on throughout this entire journey. Is to know that no matter what happens, no matter what emotions come up for me, I am consciously choosing to be kind to myself. I'm consciously choosing to Treat myself with compassion and respect and gentleness. I am choosing to soothe myself through any painful emotion that might arise. And that will create the strength I need to continue. And that will eventually lead up to my confidence, confident in the fact that I can handle any emotional event. I can handle any emotion that comes up within me because I can always choose to handle it with compassion. So no matter what, I will be okay. So in order to create more confidence in all aspects of our lives, whether it be our health, our um, money, our career, our well-being, our relationships, anything like that, in order to create confidence in all of those areas, We need two things. The first thing that we talked about was courage. What thoughts can I think that will help me feel more courageous today? How can I ground myself in my purpose for doing whatever I'm doing right now? Because when we develop more courage, right? It's like that baby step forward. It's embracing the fear as it comes. It's allowing the fear in so that we can allow other positive experiences to flood into our lives as well. And when we have that courage, it inspires us to take new action, which creates new results, new experiences, and it creates our own personal growth. That is the first way we talked about developing confidence, is through courage. The second way we talked about this is compassion, in that no matter what, I will be okay because I will treat myself with compassion, with respect, and with love regardless of what happens around me and within me. Even if I feel embarrassed, even in the face of my own failures, I have the ability to soothe myself through love, through compassion, through gentleness, through kindness. Even when I'm beating myself up, I can still respond to that with love. I can have 500 hateful thoughts towards myself, and I can also have 500 loving, compassionate thoughts towards myself as a response as well. You deserve to feel confident about your life and where you're going. And in cultivating courage and cultivating compassion... You are basically saying to the universe, yes, I am ready. I am ready to show up to the life of my dreams. I am ready to feel the sense of confidence towards my actions and who I am. And I'm ready to live my life with that feeling of infinite possibility. And that there's nothing I can't do. There's nothing I can't create for myself. And to live like that, to just have that feeling of just waking up and knowing that you can handle it, knowing that you can take action towards, you know, creating a business, towards doing something completely new in your life, that is the most empowering thing. And it's not because fear isn't going to be there. It's not because there won't be any negative emotion It's because you believe you deserve it and you believe you can handle whatever is thrown your way. Okay guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. This was a longer episode, or maybe once I edit it down, it won't be that long, but this was a fun episode. I really liked just spelling this out for myself even to just remind me of how it'll feel to keep moving forward and how I can choose to deal with fear and how I can choose to deal with um, the self-sabotaging or the self-blaming that we all can end up doing just naturally. So I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, Check out my Instagram at selflovecaro to stay up to date with the latest news. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I will talk to you guys next time.